When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Harvey Norman Wampaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Well, it's a happy Saturday morning to you, one and all, wherever you might be in the wonderful region of Gippsland. It's great to have your company. We're live on location today from Donalda Motors. 131 Johnson Street in Mafra. They're set up in Mafra and in Benstar. We've got plenty to talk about between now and midday. As I say, great to have your company, Ian Doherty, here until midday. Brad Sinclair, who's been alongside me all year, joins me again here at Donalda Motors. Brad, good morning to you. Good morning, Wiz, and it's lovely to come out to these little towns. I love Mafra. Brings back... Some memories, the prison's just down the road near Sale. <laughs> is that, uh, is that why you know? Great memories and making number plates. What a place, what a town. So you spent a bit of time turning big rocks into little rocks, have you? No, I actually had the pub just up the road from the uh, from the uh, prison and they used to come in and drop the old envelope on the oh, bar. On their way out. They just got out. And, yeah. Oh, some good stories with those. They were great guys. We, we did travel together today and from the Latrobe Valley to here, so you gave me that story on the way past the pub there. Uh, where was it in uh, Rosedale? In Rosie, yeah. So oh, uh, very good. We had some good times there, but we won't talk about them, Wiz. What a cracking day it is oh. today here in Mafra. What a beautiful little main street it is that we're positioned in as well, and uh, plenty going on around town today. Already a nice sunny, fifteen degrees here, and quite warmer in a t-shirt. Oh, it's very warm. I should have wore shorts. What I will say, Wiz, the big talk of the country for the last couple of weeks has been petrol prices. Yep. Well, I can tell you right here in Mafra yep. is a lot cheaper than Melbourne. Why would that be? Well, it's crazy. Yeah. 174.9. And not only is it 174.9 for unleaded, Paul will actually fuel your car. You don't get they out of the car. Do it for you. The old suit you. Check the dipstick and all that. We might have to fill up the old SEN van before we leave town and head back home we'll later to on today. Hey, Saturday the 1st of October. It's a big day too, Brad. It is the 61st birthday of the great Gary Ablett Sr. I still rate him the best player that ever played the game. Yeah, he might have had some issues off the field from time to time, but yeah, we're not here to judge that. We're here to judge him as a footballer. And Is there uh, anyone today that goes to the footy if you don't barrack for a club and specifically watch that player? Well, I know well, Gary they, Ablett Sr. was one yeah, of them. Yeah, I don't do it today, but back in the day, that yep. certainly was the case. People would turn up there to watch him there. So He was one, there's no doubt. And uh, great bloodlines there too, because the father of uh, great Gary Jr., who... Uh, Perhaps one of the great players of the modern era as well. So. Oh, here we go. We've just we're we're three seconds into the show and we've just started to turn this into the Geelong show from last week. We up still up and about, Wiz. All right, move on. So, <laughs> well, the last time we spoke to you it was Grand Final day and uh, we hadn't uh, had a result at that point. I don't oh. think it turned out quite the way we thought it was going to go. Eighty-one points, well, but how good up were they? Well, clinical. They were, they were just bulletproof in the end. It was Ooh. it was like a uh, light training session. Uh, unbelievable. The yeah, and if 
A fitting Norm Smith. I would have been happy with either Isaac Smith or Dangerfield. They were both brilliant on the day. I think, yeah, I I think, think it went to the right guy. Smith, statistically, I, mean, I think he'd had three touches in the preliminary finals. So 31 and 3, uh, he's done fairly well. But uh, Danger, I think he had... Um, he did the bullocking stuff, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He was just a real bull stuff. I yeah. think he had 15 or more clearances. Yeah. And, and how was Joel Salwood's first quarter? Wow. 12 possessions. Now, I said to you on Saturdays at Gippsland last Saturday as well, Brad, that uh, the reason why he's such a great player, and only the great champions can do this, they recognise the important moments yeah. and they go hard. And when the game yeah. was in the balance in that first quarter, 12 possessions just lit the joint up. Yeah. So. W- was it ever in the balance? I, 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 from the five-minute mark, in hindsight, probably I've seen not, enough so. to say, you know what, I could go walk the dog and I could come back and uh, this game is well and truly done and dust. But they deserve everything they get, all the accolades. They were 16 games on the trot, equal to the side that they call the best side ever, Brisbane Lions of 2001 yep. that... Come home or two thousand. Come home and one sixteen. They're the only two teams that have done it. Yeah. So statistically, they were, um, and uh, the results there. But the difference is the oldest team ever recorded to take the field in a grand final as well. I think there was eleven players over thirty years of age. Too old, too slow, too good. You'd probably see that in country footy occasionally, but not on the MCG. Oh, I. I sung the praises on them from about mid-year. That's when I looked at them and I thought, you know what, they're going to take a power of beating. I can't see anyone beating uh, Geelong. And uh, I know I, at round one at the start of the year, I tipped Brisbane. Uh, and I soon changed by about round 10. Geelong looked the goods to me. Well, I think it was from their last loss was against your Saints on the 14th of May. May, yeah. That's a yeah. long time ago. Oh, we, 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 we know how to beat them. It's hey, hey. It's not my Saints anymore. I'm on the Blues now. Ah, oh, come on. I'm a Carlton. Come on. Member. Mate. Carlton member. If you've just joined us, Saturdays in Gippsland, it's great to have your company. We're live on location today at Donalda Motors in Mafra. That's uh, 131 Johnson Street. They've got sites in Mafra and Bensdale. We're talking to someone from the business a little later on in the show as well. Great history here. Established in 1926. And they still serve your fuel on the footpath out the front. It's pretty impressive. Established, but they've been going 120 years. How do you work that out? I don't understand that. Who someone said, who said, someone said established, and then someone. I think there is a difference between established and operating, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. Someone, don't know. We'll someone find out there might be able to tell us. When we speak to Colin there. So now, uh, Brad, what about Joel Selwood and his oh. retirement? And so I think a lot of people, unfortunately, the reputation had been tarnished with the shrugging of the shoulders and what look Never we're always taught me. stick your nose over the footy yep. and you'll be rewarded I think that's what he did but he got accused of ducking and shrugging shoulders and I don't know you work the rules in your favour so I think a lot of people probably had the wrong view of Joel as a Cats fan I've seen this Joel uh, through his entire captaincy but his behaviour on grand final day I mean I think he won a lot of hearts that day oh, I've heard a lot of people sing the accolades since he retired and I agree with everything that's been said about him I- I think he's, to me, to be brutally honest, I think he's the greatest captain that's ever captained. Because of his 55, he captained 227. Yep. He was a young captain. And I can't remember him. I oh, know they have, but I think it was, I don't know when. can't remember him finishing out of the top eight, uh, Wiz. I think uh, once, once in the last 12 years or something. Yeah, it's probably half a dozen times since the 89 grand final. Now, come on. If they're not <laughs> the greatest side, really. Yeah, yeah. And people say the greatest side, and they'll, they'll go Richmond or someone that's won premierships. That is, that's the most premierships. doesn't mean they're the greatest side yeah. or the greatest team or greatest club. That club does everything right, 
people, it's now a destination club. People want to go there. They're lining up to go there, and why wouldn't you? Yeah. And I think I know the, the remedy. It's a country town. They're laid back. They don't do the 12-hour days at Geelong, the footballers. They're allowed to do... Have a look at Jeremy Cameron. He's just milking cows. Yeah, and they're out at 2 o'clock and, and they go and fishing. And, yeah. yeah. No, it's pretty good. I've got to tell you, as a fan, I, you know, I waited 44 years for their first premiership. Mm. And when I was a kid, I remember going to Waverley Park and down at Cadinia Park with the old man and watching them getting beaten every week through the 70s and the early part of the 80s. So, you know, for the... last 30 years for them to be successful I don't think when they criticise them for making all those preliminary finals not going on with it um, to be in the top four of the competition for 8 out of 12 the last 12 years and I think they've missed the final 5 or 6, someone will correct me uh, since 1989 which is, uh, and most of those were in the Gary Ayres era and a couple in Bomber Thompson so See uh, I said to you last week on this show that the one I was really would be happy for if they won it was Chris Scott because the vitriol he's copped over the years I've never understood if if he was coaching my club and he was getting them to where he's getting them year after year I would knight the guy and I'd make him the mayor <laughs> of the town I love him I just think he's a great coach so I have a question for you then there recent news or yesterday news that uh, Brad Scott had oh. been appointed to the coaching role at Essendon. Any rumour what Kevin Sheedy thought about that? Uh, no, I think everybody's <laughs> pretty clear. So I, I'm just wondering whether his currency as a Scot was improved by the performance of his brother the weekend Jeez, before. I, I, I would, <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? And Someone said to me, they reckon that's what got the fire in the belly back in Brad Scott. Could be. And, and that's okay. We'll never know. I'll no, be say, exactly. But, but yeah. again, this is a guy that coached a club that has always been under-resourced and struggling at North Melbourne, and he got him to two preliminary finals. Yeah, well, I guess the, the, the jury's out. We'll see how he goes at Bomber. I've got a few mates who are Bomber supporters, and they, a couple of them are happy, and a few others have said uh, the jury's out. They'll wait and see how he goes. You know so. the big problem is with Essendon people? If you're not one of them, if you're not an Essendon person... You're not liked. Maddie Knights will talk to Maddie Knights about it. A very, very good coach. And yeah. he was never accepted because he followed the great man, Kevin Sheedy. And I just think that they need someone. And they'll say Truck was, wasn't in. But Truck, from all points, Truck was too soft but a nice bloke. And you, they need hardness. It was always, to me, Brad Scott or Ross Lyon that needed to go into that Yeah, club. I've got a family member that's on the inside at that footy club and he would agree they've been a little bit soft and um, the tail's been wagging the dog for a little yeah. while I've got another friend of a friend who uh, has been an integral part of that uh, system at that club and uh, that's the way it is well, I think that's the way with the Bombers uh, I've often heard it said that they'd eat their own kids they're pretty parochial and they want to stick to their own I, that's where Sheedy's coming from but uh, this is the new era, so let's see how the Bombers go in 23 and beyond. Yeah. Hey, plenty going on here in Mafra, Saturdays in Gippsland, thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, and we're live from Donelda Motors in Mafra today. We'll be talking to the owner of this business later on. We will, uh, during the course of the show, through till midday today, Brad and I will be talking to uh, the... Um, this often doesn't happen, talking about premiers and champions, that's, that's the... The title given to a side that goes through the season undefeated yeah, and wins rare. the premiership. Very rare. It's a, it's a great accolade, Premiers and Champions. We'll be speaking to the coach of that side. Uh, a little later on to the Fight MND 
Mm. Uh, crusade goes on. There's a road trip. It's Neil's uh, road trip and the convoy of cars and lots of stuff through the region. They've been up to other parts of regional Victoria and they're coming through Gippsland next week. We'll talk to and the CEO, Neil, Fiona McIntosh, a little Neil, later on. Neil Danaher, of course. Yes, of course, I should have said that. And uh, we'll talk new coaching appointments in local footy. Pause a lot. Going around. There are a lot there too. And local cricket starts in most competitions this weekend as well. Now, the Tarragon uh, cricket competition opens up today, Saturday. Got some local rumours too, and I'll, I'll give you a local rumour right here in Mafra. If you're coming down to 131 Johnson Street to say good day, get yourself a coffee across the road at 138 Johnson Street. The coffee house, one of the best coffees I've ever had in my life. So, is that paid for our coffee? No, though? no, I paid cash. I stole them actually, I ran away. Get a runner. They're looking for me. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, enough of this frivolity. Plenty to get on with with uh, local and national sport here Saturdays at Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman. One thank you. Got to take a break. And when we come back, we'll get started into what I reckon is this has been the coach of the year in this region. But uh, we're not waffle too much. We'll get to that in just a moment. Break coming up. Back with more after this. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Great to have your company. We are live from Donalda Motors in Mafra. Come on down and see us here. They've got a Mitsubishi dealership and tractors and farm machinery. Be able to see Paul and get a bit of a deal done today as a couple of people already are. Uh, plenty going on and we're here thanks to Harvey Norman Wontaggy as well. Hey, uh, Brad, time to talk coaches. Now, footy season has ended and we're sort of part of that mop-up. We've just been talking about the AFL Grand Final. But this is a rare occurrence. It's not uh, its not as rare as gold or anything like that, but it's a wonderful achievement for any team and a coach that can do it. Premiers and champions. Mm. Uh, it's a title bestowed upon a football team or club that can manage to, to uh, travel through the entire season unbeaten and win the grand final. They don't count the scores. It's just the wins, and we have such a person on the line. He's the coach of the Lean Gather Football Club, Trent McMicking. Trent, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're really well, mate. You probably thought all your footy commitments were finished for the year, <laughs> but we just wanted to touch base around Premiers and Champions in the Gippsland League this year with your win over Sale and an undefeated season. That's a magnificent effort by the Parrots. Uh, and uh, you're probably just sitting back now uh, recounting the season, thinking about uh, how lucky it all was. Not luck in the results, but uh, it's a privileged position to be Premiers and Champions. Yeah, look, it really was. I'm, I'm not sure I'll ever get sick of talking about it, to be honest. It was just such an amazing, <laughs> amazing year. Um, you know, we were challenged quite a few times throughout the year, and and then um, a couple went our way, and... Um, Towards the end of the year, we got a bit better and a bit further ahead, and then, yeah, the finals were as even as you could get. But we were uh, we were lucky to be on the winning side, and that was amazing. It was just full credit to everyone, um, you know, the president right through the committee and playing group and development boys. You know, they only lost one game as well, which was pretty crazy. So it was, um, yeah, it's amazing. We we celebrate tonight. We've got our presentation night tonight, so it should be uh-huh. really good. 
when you say, Trent, that uh, you celebrate tonight, let's be honest, it wouldn't have stopped, would it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it hasn't. An old, older bloke like myself, an old bloke like myself has had to slow up a little bit, but the, uh, the younger boys with the stamina have been able to soldier on, so uh, no, that was uh, really good. The club was packed, as you can imagine, after three years or two and a half years of not much, um, and it went on for, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I think there was a few guys going on Tuesday as well, and then we uh, caught up again, some of us, AFL Grand Finals, so that was amazing. And uh, spark it up again today, no doubt about that. Now, I'm looking at the Senior Football Team of the Year for the Gippsland League, uh, and yourself, Trent McMeeking, named as the coach. So congratulations on that initially. When you look at the rest of that side, given the season you've had, you probably know what I'm going to ask you. Only three players from Lee and Gath are named in the team of the year. Um, I don't want to be too controversial. You're a bit disappointed in that? <laughs> no, to be honest, not at all. Um, probably, probably shows how even our side is and I reckon just shows how good the competition and the stars of the competition um, obviously my first go from, from my point of view my first go at the Gippsland League and I was wrapped it was, it was unreal you know week after week you'd be playing um, you know ex-AFL and very good VFL players and um, yeah it was just amazing what, what sort of guys the talent that was running around and yeah our boys were so consistent and so even throughout other than the um couple of big dogs at the top which uh, I think you'll talk about I'm sure Tom Marriott and the like but yep. um, no, they're yep. amazing well Tom won the uh, league best and fairest uh, and then you had Cameron Stone named on a halfback flank in the team of the year Tom Marriott in the centre and Aaron Heppel named in the forward pocket with the with the three Lingatha players named in that team of the year yeah that's right and I think um, Aaron Hilberg might have been in the interchange as well so we had a nice spread. Obviously, they're mainly only midfielders. Stone didn't play a huge amount down back, but he sort of plays up that role a little bit. And um, Hilberg was leading our goal kickers. So, uh, yeah, no, it was a, yeah, it was I did see that. Apologies, and, I missed that. No, that's okay. Uh, it was an honour for them and oh, just for the club as well. It shows how much hard work and, and how good a player they are. Yeah, Trent, uh, Tom Marriott, we, as you say, we've got, to, we've got to touch on that. He's just been named number one country footballer uh, by the Weekly Times in the state. That's, uh, you know, you can win a premiership, you can win uh, your league best and fairest. That's an, an absolute massive um, credit to him, isn't it? It's enormous, enormous. And if you could see how hard he works and, and what he puts into the club and then and his own footy. Um, yeah, he, he deserves everything he gets. He, um, as I was saying, sort of quite a few people over the year that, you know, each week he rocks up against ex-AFL blokes and, and ex-VFL guys and uh, and top-end VFL guys too. And, you know, he's proved to be, be better than all of them over the year in, in such a strong competition. So... He deserves everything he gets this year. Unbelievable. He won our best and fairest by a hell of a long way as well, which was which was pretty awesome for him. Yeah, he. Uh, I've not seen him play, but um, I'm really looking forward to getting hold of a video because there's a fair few around at the moment, obviously, of your season and particularly your final series. So I'm going to do that over the, the time off of footy now because... 
that that's an when when I think about it, Lee and Gather is such a small town in a big competition amongst big towns. Well, it's one of the smaller towns in it, a big comp. It is. Yeah. It's it, and and then you go into these other towns and you know you go into your Warnables and he's he's rated number one. Yeah, these yeah. are big yeah. towns, Trent. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Trent, right. That sort of uh, that, that that sort of ammunition in the uh, in the armory here. How does Lee and Gather improve from here? You've obviously got recruitment plans and uh, you want to improve on next year, see if you can go back-to-back again. Uh, it might be too early. Any new recruits? Uh, how you retain these guys? I assume Tom's hanging around. Yeah, look, we'll be all about retention. Um, I think yep. we've got room for another couple, for, so the president tells me in the salary cap. So we'll we'll be out there. We, we probably need a... I think if there was one thing we were missing, it was a, a big, big forward, you know... A, 195 centimetre big fella. Um, that's probably the one thing we'll... They don't grow on trees, though, do they, mate? No, they don't. They don't. And in saying that, Justin Pelicano, who's a kid um, who hadn't played footy for us this year, and he was outstanding. First half year, he got a little bit injured towards the back half, but he's still good enough. But, uh, yeah, it'll be all about retention. So we had, I think it was seven kids play their first grand final, uh, 21 or under, or 22 or under on the weekend, or two weeks ago, and um, yeah, we, we'll keep all them, I think most of those, if not all, are locked in, and then um, the old guys, I'm just giving a bit of time, and then and they're not old actually, they're 29 and turning 30, most of them, so um, I sort of still think they're in the in the peak, really, for country footy. Um, well, so, I don't yeah, know if you we'll watched the Cats retention. run around last week and the MCG, <laughs> Trent, the, uh, yeah, if a bloke's hitting 30, he might, he might not be at his prime yet, based on what we saw from Geelong Footy Club last weekend. Yeah, very true. Just, that, that would just be chucked in Geelong again. Their, yeah, if they're, not, if they're not in their prime, then look out. Our boys have got a bit, a bit to go, which would be amazing. But, um, no, look, it was just such an amazing year. You know, it really... It was really good fun, and we worked super hard and tried some things, and um, yeah, couldn't have enjoyed it anymore. So, Trent, tonight presentation night. Uh, where is that? Is it the Footy Club, or have you got a function centre in Leangathy? You having that at tonight? No, we'll we'll have that at the club. We're actually going to hold um, the juniors at five o'clock, and then we'll have a little half hour break at about six to six thirty, and then um, the seniors will roll in. So it's something we've done. Over the last couple of years, I believe, where we um, try and include everyone as best we can. Um, so we'll do that tonight, and I don't know what time that'll carry on to, but it could be pretty late, I reckon, which would be good. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they are the best nights. To, uh, presentation night every year, people will be sitting around at the end of the night talking about what we're going to do better next year. Right? When you do it in the year you've won a flag, they are the best nights. Everybody just has a wonderful time. And uh, the work that the Parrots have done this year and a great achievement, Premiers and Champions, he deserved to have a fantastic night tonight. And say good day to my old mate Mal Mackey, the pres down there. Too. I've known Mal for many years, and he will be enjoying himself tonight, no doubt about it. Hey, Trent McMigging, really appreciate uh, your time on a Saturday morning. Have a great time tonight. We look forward to seeing how the Parrots go in Season 23. Good on you guys. Thanks a lot, and uh, enjoy your weekend. Trent McMigging there, the uh, coach of Premiers and Champions in the Gippsland League, Lee Gather Parrots with a 22-point win over Sale in the grand final. Remain undefeated and Premiers in that Gippsland League. Uh, he speaks well too, doesn't he, Brad? He does, and we spoke to him earlier in the year. And uh, It's funny, isn't it? 
you talk to coaches, and I think we might have even mentioned it that day about going through undefeated, and they all say, no, nah, no, nah, it's not on our mind. And it's not, but now it is because it's something that you'll save for years to come. Oh, you'll be talking about that to your grandchildren. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's no doubt about that. Premiers and champions, the Parrots there, well done, Trent McMicking and everybody involved there. We need to go to the, uh, take a quick break down to the newsroom for an update. We're live here from Donalda Motors in Johnson Street, Mafra. They've got sites in Mafra and Bensdale, established 1926. Some great people around here. Might even be talking to some of them uh, after the news update. So news update now, more Saturdays at Gippsland straight after that. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Yes, Saturdays in Gippsland and we're live from Donalda Motors here in Mafra this morning. And thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, our regular sponsors, Brad and Ian, here till midday at Donalda Motors in Mafra. Now, we've got a very special guest for you, Brad, coming up now. This is a unique business, and we it talk is. about the old-fashioned style. You pull up at the curbside there. They fill the petrol for you. As I've noticed some people filling out the forms. They've got an account. They come and pay for it later. Mitsubishi new cars, tractors and farm machinery. It's all going on here in the main street of Mafra. And I'm really intrigued to hear that this business was established in 1926. So I have Jennifer McDonald joining us here in Saturdays on Gippsland to talk quickly about the history of this business and what it is they actually do. And they've got two locations, Bensdale and Morwell. Jennifer, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. That's Mafra, you. not Morwell. What did I say, Morwell? Yeah, oh, Mafra. Hey. Gee, hey. that's what happens when motor mouth <laughs> gets, turns his brain off occasionally. Jennifer, welcome. Thanks for your time this morning on this beautiful Saturday morning here in Mafra. Tell us a little bit about Donalda Motors, established 1926. Now, you don't look old enough to have been around in those days. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was established in 1926. Uh, my father-in-law came here, brought his business to Mafra. From? From St Kilda. Oh, right, okay. And uh, he, So we've been here ever since. He was followed on in this business by his sons, John and Colin, and they in turn have been, have been followed by grandchildren, great-grandchildren, so there's a long family history. Gee, a genuine family business too, Jennifer. And um, I'm looking at brand new Mitsubishis here, some used cars as well, and I believe tractors and farm equipment, so uh, the purveyors of all sorts of vehicles that are useful in this part of the world. Yes. And Jennifer, yes. you've got the family tree here is unbelievable. Uh, your son, Murray, is also a dealer principal. That's right. Gemma's Murray's daughter, who yes. put this together today. Yes. Um, what do we talk about at Christmas? Tractors or Mitsubishis? <laughs> or? Well, Most people play cricket in the backyard on, on Christmas Day. We try not to, Brad, but it, it gradually gets round to that <laughs> as the day goes by. So what's, what's, what's the, uh, let's say, the going uh, tractor at the moment? What's the one the big farmers are buying right now? Well, the tractors we're selling the most of at the moment are our, our franchises are Massey Ferguson, Ooh. Fend, uh, Kubota is a big seller in our area as well. So and someone, various other bits and pieces. So yeah. if someone wants a deal on a Massey Ferguson, they need to come down and see you today, Jennifer, here at uh, Johnson it. Street in Mafra. Yes, or Murray or Jared, right. Murray, Murray's son-in-law, Gemma's husband. Right. Yeah. They're all so related. They're, yes. 
It's all in the family. And what mm. about Dean? He's the sales manager here behind Dean us. Dean is he? our car salesman. He's yeah. been with us for many years now. Yeah. So. Do you give yes, him a hard because... time if he doesn't sell enough cars? Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got a realistic. <laughs> That's why he's still here. <laughs> I've got a realistic question here because I've been in the car game before in the city in bigger towns, and you know you're under pressure to sell cars there. Here in Maffra, in the smaller towns, are they under the pump? to get, you know, to move a few vehicles on a Saturday? Because we've got to get them in here and sell a few this morning. <laughs> well, I suppose it seems to be gone at the days where, where the boys went out and rattled the gates and knocked on the doors. <laughs> so mainly the customers come into the shop where they can see the product. It's a bit difficult at the moment because product is in short supply. Yeah. Um, so... Now, Jennifer, the connection with us here at SEN Track, somewhere along the line, someone made a decision to become a sponsor of the station here, and we're doing an OB from your premises today, local sport and this type of thing. Where's the involvement? Where's the connection there? With the sport? Yeah. To be honest, I don't quite know. <laughs> I think it it's seemed like a, a good idea at the time. Yeah, and, mm. a, and a community involvement thing, yeah? Yes. Well, yes. Mafra's and been... We, and our family has been involved with the community over all of the years. Yeah. In yeah. one way and another with the fire brigade. John was in the fire brigade. And, and one way or another, too, when we're talking about the people listening to us, they're your customers. So uh, I guess that's why we're talking today. Yes, and Murray's been a very community-minded person, and, and Colin. And yeah. let's remember, Mafra's been a very, very successful football club over a long, <laughs> very long time. They have too, and this business has supported them over yeah, the years. That's fantastic. Mm, so so uh, if you're from the Mafra Footy Club too, get out here today at 131 Johnson Street, nick across the road to the coffee house, grab a coffee, come over. And Don't just say good day, buy it. Get, busy. get your unleaded at $1.75. So I can't believe it. $1.74.9. Wow. You know, we talk point one cent, but here, it's cheaper than here than Melbourne. How and can that happen? It's amazing, isn't it? And um, you and you put it in the tank for them. Yes, oh. all of that. Oh. Clean the good old-fashioned service. Oh, you don't get that anywhere. <laughs> good old-fashioned service it is. Donalda Motors here, great supporters of us on Saturdays in Gippsland. Jennifer McDonald, thanks so much for your time this morning. I know how busy you are running thanks two Ian. sites, Mafra and Bensdale. And uh, appreciate you giving us your time this Thank morning. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. There, Thank there thanks, Jennifer. Jennifer, and uh, they are. What a great uh, community and family feel there is about this business. You don't get it in the city. You no, you don't. Do not get it in the city. And I love getting out of these towns like this. And they pump your petrol whiz. I've, I haven't seen that. I. I haven't seen it since I was about 18 when I got my licence. It's 40 years ago. When have you seen that? And they clean your windscreen. I'm just going to drive up here just to get my windscreen You're going to get the SEN van done here. Well, if you haven't worked it out yet, we are live this morning from Donalda Motors here in Johnson Street in Maffra. Come on down and say day. Plenty to do. You can get your petrol at the right price and uh, maybe take a look at a brand new Mitsubishi or a Massey mm. Ferguson, Brad. No doubt about that. Hey, we're coming up to a quick break here on SEN Track. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk more about the fight MND and the uh, the road trip that's coming up through the region. We'll talk to their CEO, Fiona McIntosh. Don't forget, later on in the show, our special, uh, our favourite segment, Hot or Not, we'll be talking uh, there. And also, later on, talking about coaching moves in local football around here. We might have one or two local coaches, newly signed coaches, uh, joining us on the radio as well. Gee, it's our pull-up sign's about to blow over and knock Brad down. That's how much weight he has lost. It's, it's He's amazing. almost 
been blown over there. Wasn't a breath of wind when we got in. It was blue sky. She's starting to cloud over. A little bit worried, uh, Wiz, because through Gippsland and Latrobe Valley, it can turn nasty in the space oh. of a th- second. You can usually see it coming. It's a beautiful, sunny 16 degrees in Maffer at the moment. So if you're in the area, make sure you pop in and say g'day. This is Saturdays at Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wontaggy here from Donelda Motors in Maffra. We'll be back with more Saturdays in Gippsland right after this break. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Great to have your company here. We're live from Donalda Motors in Johnson Street in Mafra, established in 1926. A great family business, Mitsubishi Cars and uh, I think uh, Massey Ferguson Tractors and Machinery, Massey. all sorts of stuff. You've got to say it like Massey, well, Massey Ferguson. <laughs> so a great family feel and a magnificent day here in Mafra today, the main street, absolutely vibrant, coffee shops going, people everywhere. Come on in and say g'day. Hey, uh, Wiz. Yeah. I know we've got a couple of minutes, so I wouldn't mind talking about this. And I'll tell you what, things, the world's gone mad. And things are happening in this world, I do not know why, that people in businesses and that change things and they think this is a good idea. But I'm telling you now, the next time I go into any shop, Bunnings, Coles, wherever, and they have stickers on things that you need a blowtorch to get that sticker off, Mm. the gum on the back of that sticker... So I go and buy two new tables for us to come out to OBs. Yep. So we've got more room. We're yep. sitting on one little table, with and we had no room now. Yeah. Look at this. We've got room to lay back. And <laughs> But the stickers on the tops, not underneath, on the tops of the tables. Yep. So you end up chiseling it off, and you ruin the top of the tables. What are they thinking, Wiz? So listeners... You probably get a quick snapshot of that. What I've got to deal with every Saturday morning, and how difficult it is to concentrate on local sport and all sorts of other activities when Brad's worrying about stickers. Stickers, oh, I can go on. There's more. Oh no, no, no! I'll... But why not put tags that you cut the rope off? We don't need a sticker that covers half the product that says. It's a table. We know what it is. So I think part of the problem too is that Maddie back in the studio was <laughs> said, just fill for a couple of minutes through the news. And that's open licence for uh, <laughs> Brent to talk about well, stuff that... I have got some stuff though. Real okay, stuff. come on. I've got some real stuff. All right. A hey, Brisbane Lion Darcy game. Just some movement at the moment. Yeah, there's going plenty on. going on yeah. in the AFL world in terms of player movement. Uh, he re-signed on Thursday with the Lions, big yep. Darcy Gardner. Yeah. Richmond's Jack Graham. I like this, Wiz. Yeah, went on holidays oh, to I'm see his family. Holiday, going to see my family. And there's video and photos of him walking around with Ken Hinckley around the Port Adelaide <laughs> ground. <laughs> That's not bad. Is it? So you go, I went on holidays to see the family and I got an inner ear infection, lost my balance and fell over and landed at Port Adelaide. Unbelievable. Hey, and the Swans have tied up. Tommy Papley for further five years. So it's six years because he had a year to go. They've signed him at five years. It was only three years ago he wanted to go to Carlton. Now they do something at Sydney. They do something at Sydney. 
very rarely you see him leave there. Yeah, it's uh, maybe it's a bit like the brethren, I don't know. But uh, no, good on him. Maybe his last goal in the grand final there. And just, uh, he fought it out to the end. That might have just helped with the uh, contract negotiations, you reckon? Oh, I reckon it has. Just up the road here. Josh Dunkley's town, Sale. Yep. He's uh, won the best and fairest. You don't see this too often. He's, He's won from, the best and fairest he, of the Bulldogs. He played footy in Sale. I think he was from Yarram originally, wasn't he? Yeah, originally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, he went, wins the Bulldogs best and fairest, and he's off to Brisbane. Yeah, I must have been surprised rare. at that. I thought there was a real um, bromance going on with the young fellow that switched over from Collingwood. Yeah. Well, there's not much report on that friendship at the yeah, moment. True. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's uh, grabbed his bag and taken off to he's Brisbane. He's gone to Brisbane. Jordan yeah. Ngoi obviously signed a five-year deal at the Pies. Good on him. So what about the behavioural... Uh, yeah. clauses in the contract. Well, I know we've got those for you, so yes. you're not allowed to take little bags of powder into the casino. Oh, jeez. Um, I don't even drink. No, they're anti-inflammatories. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. No, but with, uh, yeah, well, with those behaviours, I mean, uh, if you haven't got a track record, you don't need to put them in your, in your uh, contract. But the AFLPA come out and they weren't happy with the behaviours because, and I don't, I don't disagree with this. Mm. The behaviours were that Collingwood could have cut his ties with him at any any time, but it didn't say what was good, what was wrong, what was right, what mm. was okay, what's accepted. It was we can just cut. So I think there's so a few things basically being changed. We can call breach whenever we want and let you go. Exactly, but so I think that's been changed. The contract, uh, the contract is probably not worth uh, the paper it's written on. If that's the case, so, no, that's right. But yeah. he, he's there. He's staying five yep. years. I think that's a good now, result for everyone. Too through uh, SEN Trade Radio that there was a fair bit of chasing going on from St Kilda there with the Goey as well. Yeah, well, well, look, if 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 you're 26, 26 seven and older, you will get a million dollars a year at St Kilda. They did it with uh, the boy from Sydney that played. It ended up he was on $230,000 a game. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, they chased him. They tried. They didn't succeed. Carl Amon from Port. Yeah. Signs a four-year deal at the Hawks. So he's a he's a hawk. He's up at Waverley Park now. Ollie Henry from the Pies. He wants to join the Cats. I'd be happy with that. I'd yeah, be happy with player. that as a Cats supporter. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to? For sure. Why wouldn't you want to join uh, the Cats? Hey, St Kilda appoints long-time football administrator Jeff Walsh as their new football boss at yeah. the Saints. Oh, what happened to Simon Lethlane? He's got the big job. He's the new CEO. Oh, right. Okay. So He's, he's been so promoted. Walsh is replacing Lethlane's old position. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah so that's what I thought. Yeah, so there's a bit of movement. And there's a look, and we don't know what's happening in the last hour because we've been on air, and uh, there'll be a fair bit more going on too. There's no doubt in some movement from clubs to... Uh, Paddy Cripps won the best and fairest last night. At the Baggers. His fourth John Nichols medal. So, uh, hands up anybody that's surprised at that. He's had a terrific season. He won the Brownlow medal, of course. No, no, no one's surprised, but that's his fourth. Yeah. And he'll probably... John Nichols, he's, he's now level with Bruce Dool, who's won four. Yep. John Nichols, who the medal's named after, has won five. Yep. And I think before Patrick Cripps's time is out at the Blues, he might end up the most decorated footballer at the Carlton Football Club in its history. Gee, it's a big call, Brad. It's a big call, that one, by you. But, uh, you well, how many have won four best and fairest and a Brownlow? He could end up with two Brownlows and five or six best and fairest. I think we might be getting a bit ahead of ourselves there, but newly appointed member at the Carlton Football Club. Don't worry about that. Matt Sinclair's all over and that. Good to see Sam Doherty run runner-up to him, too. What a in great season that we didn't think he was even going to play. What a fantastic story. Um, issues far bigger than football there for 
him and got um, the Carlton theme song back there in the studio, Matty. At all? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Hit, no? I don't think oh, so. Okay. There's rules about that. <laughs> you, you won't be doing that. So, any contact from the St Kilda Football Club? You're obviously a former listed player down there. They you'd be going on uh, SEN telling everybody you've signed up as a member at Carlton. I'm a member of the past players at St Kilda. Oh yeah, yeah. Johnny Bennett. Bennett's on the committee there. Yeah, now. good mate. Your of mine. mate. He's on the committee. They have uh, good. Uh, Good functions too. I'm they told. do. Yeah. They, well, they're not as good as the functions back in the day up upstairs at Linton Street. Well, the, I'm sure Johnny told you about them. No, the old St Kilda disco. Now I'm, I'm led to believe there may have been some players, some blonde-haired St Kilda players back in the '80s that had a secret passageway yes. from the St Kilda disco back to the change rooms. And, you know, that's true. And you know what's a funny thing? Off the players' room, the train uh, where you get changed, your locker room. Yeah. There was a little doorway that went in. To a bar. Now, this is uh, you only see this at the St Kilda Football Club. There was a bar. So you go in there and have a drink. Unshowered sometimes. You haven't even had a shower. <laughs> and you're in there and you're on the frothies before you've even got dressed with. Some fantastic old stories. Interestingly, though, I, you know, it sounds like some of the stories you hear in country footy today. Yes. And it's only the 80s. Yeah. I say only that. Suddenly, that's a fair while ago in VFL footy. So there's there are more similarities than we think in terms of uh, players there. That's why you look at someone like a Dugowie and you think, gee, I don't know, has he done that much wrong when it's all said and done? I heard David King say something yesterday that I uh, 100% agree with. That yeah. um, uh, he said that Dugowie mightn't be the best on ground. He might play six good games for you, then he might play a couple of bad ones and then some okay games. Yeah. But you know what? He'll win you a game of footy. So if Essendon or St Kilda had picked him up and they win three more games of footy, both those clubs are playing finals. That's how important that sort of player is. Yeah. He will win you a game of footy. I agreed with what King... Yeah, Can no doubt about that. Hey, we're going to take a break here, and uh, when we come back, we'll be talking about Fight MND, which is what you usually see during the winter time. But there's some more activity going on with a big convoy through the district uh, in the coming weeks as well. This is uh, Th- Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, and we'll be back with more after this. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Great to have your company. We're live from Donelda Motors here in Mafra, Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Brad and Ian through until midday today. And uh, just coming up to the news here, we're just chatting off air there to Jennifer McDonald. We were speaking yeah. to her earlier on. And uh, told us she sounded very good on radio, but she... Um, Used to work for 3TR in Taralgon many years ago, before she was married, 59 years ago. Uh, ran a children's program on and the radio. Been married 59 years, I'm 58. And how you've done that, 59 years. She's done well. Wow. Done well. Uh, very, very good indeed. I think she'd be surprised at the changes at TR, no doubt about that one. Yes. Yeah, all right, time for us to go to the newsroom. When we come back, we'll be talking Fight MND and Hot or Not. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy. Back with more shortly. Harvey Norman One Thaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Saturdays in Gippsland, indeed, and we're, as I've been saying, live here from Donalda Motors in Mafra this morning. 
and uh, a great family business as it is. If you need a Mitsubishi or a Massey Ferguson tractor or even fuel at a wonderful $1.60, well, no, $1.74.9, uh, you better come down and grab it. Now, we were to be talking, uh, just coming out of the 11 o'clock news, Brad, we've been talking about Fight MND. We we're trying to get hold of Fiona McIntosh, who's the CEO of Fight MND. Uh, in fact, I think we might have got her on the line now. It's not just the... Uh, the, the big day at the MCG, they're trying to raise awareness and funds all through the year and there's an upcoming road trip starting on the 13th of October that we want to talk about as well. So Fiona joins us on the line now. Fiona McIntosh, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Oh, lovely. Thanks. Great to be here. I'm actually in Gippsland as we speak in my hometown of Mapra. You're in Mafra. Well, you should come down. We'd have known that. We didn't have to ring you. We could have got you to come down and say day. We're right outside Donalda Motors on the main street here in Mafra today, Fiona. Oh, hey, I might yeah, pop down and say hello a bit later. We'd yeah. love you to. We would love you to. If you've got a hat, Brad's getting sunburned out yes, here too. So I'm in trouble here. I'm in big trouble. <laughs> is, Red rule. You're going to be in trouble with Mrs. Brad when you get home, no doubt about that. Hey, Fiona, busy time of the year. A lot of people think about Fight MND and the beanies and the, the big day uh, on the MCG. And certainly uh, Neil Danaher drives, his publicity around that drives a lot of the activity. But it's a year-round event for you and your your work with Fight MND. And there's a big event coming up through uh, regional Victoria uh, in the next week or two. Yeah, we're really excited. It's Danaher's Drive, started by Neil and his family. And this is the sixth drive we've done where we go through regional Victoria with a flotilla of about 300 people, about 80 cars. And, and we try and connect with regional people with MND and also bring uh, attention and funds to regional Victoria as well. Um, then it is a big event. I notice on the schedule here, leaving uh, day one of the MCG uh, through to Myrtleford via Wallen and Euroa. That's Thursday the 13th of October, finishing up on the 16th of October in a trip from Warrigal to Melbourne. But on the way through Omeo, Bruthen, Lakes Entrance and then through to Warrigal via Meetung, you're going to be spending plenty of time in Gippsland. Is that uh, perhaps your bias there as a, as a Mafra girl? Well, look, you know, as CEO, you've got to have some kind of pull, don't you? Um, but, you know, it's, you know, so, you know, I, you know, I won't take credit for it. But, no, this is a route we actually planned um, for 2020. And because of COVID, um, we weren't able to, to do it last year or in um, or the year before. So we're really excited to bring the drive to Gippsland. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Fiona, with that route that we've looked at, there's a few wineries along that way, some really good wineries. Uh, do you like a little uh, tinkle? Look, I, I actually do, and my dad used to have a vineyard in Bragalong. He sold it a couple of years ago, and I oh, must yeah. admit, it's pretty nice. Had a, a beautiful bottle of his 2003 Pinot just last night here at home. Oh, you now, now it's starting to fall into place. Yeah, the, the, I've got this. I know why, where we're going. <laughs> I might jump in with you too, I think, there, Fiona. But it sounds like a great... This would be an... Inc- tell us about... The, I mean, there'd be a thousand stories uh, on this trip, but tell us something that's really... Uh, that you've remembered from it so far. Well, actually, this is my first trip because we haven't had it oh. for the last, um, last couple of years. So of course. I'm a little bit excited and daunted at the same time. But um, <laughs> what my team has told me is stamina, um, stamina, <laughs> they'd have a good time and lots of conversations with people who, who feel like they own the drive. There's a lot of people on the drive who've been there since day one. So it's more their drive than my drive. Um, so now the, and we want to give them a great 80- experience. 
the 80 cars, Fiona, they're all lollied up and a lot of older cars and all that sort of stuff. So there's a bit of a uh, rally spirit going on with some classic old Australian cars as well. Is that right? That's right. There's, you know, there's definitely rivalry between the cars. There's rivalry between the teams in terms of fundraising because it is a fundraising effort and we're hoping to raise about $2.5 million from it, um, which wow. is you know, a, a lofty ambition. But um, the teams are so passionate and they've been fundraising actually for quite a while now, given we've had to postpone the drive twice. So what, what sort of fundraising activities do they do on a drive? You rock into a town and, what, raffle off some memorabilia and uh, what, what, what goes on? Yeah, exactly. So we've got a raffle going on and actually you can jump on our website if people want to buy tickets to the raffle. I think about 80% of the tickets are sold. We've got an auction night in, in Lake Entrance. We're having a, a comedy and auction night and we're, you know, well-known comedians coming down for the night and there's some fantastic auction prizes like a... Five days on a super yacht, um, helicopter oh, down oh, to Sorrento, you know, all that kind of thing. So if you're feeling, um, you're feeling uh, generous, you can, you know, people can bid for that them online. Um, and also the teams themselves, they fundraise throughout the year. So they might sell beanies, or they might hold their own little local DIY big freeze, and all those all those funds go to their tally to raise money for us. So now that website, Fiona, if you could just give us that one for people who are listening, they might want to jot this one down. Sure. Fightmnd.org.au and follow the prompts to Danaher's Drive. Uh, Fiona, um, what we've got to do too, uh, I think, at some stage is get you on after the trip, probably a week or so just after it because some of the stories are going to be amazing. And I want, I want to set you a project, Fiona, on this trip. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'd be worried. I, I'm big on bakeries. I want you to find the best meat pie on that trip. Well, can any pie beat a Mafra pie? I had them growing wow. up. My daughter's here with me. She, um, she had one yesterday for lunch, so... Oh. Haven't they already won? Oh, well, you might be right. I've actually had a pie, a pie from a bakery here in Mafra before, and it, it'll take some birding. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll be searching for that place when we knock off. At, he, uh, he does. He does mid-day. like his baked goods. Does Brad Sinclair? So he will be in amongst that one. So now Danaher's Drive, the towns we're stopping in on here through the Gippsland region. Uh, if I can just open this up again, I'm looking at it now. So uh, we'll be. Uh, the second day, that's Friday the 14th of October, Myrtleford and Bright through to Lakes Entrance via Omeo and Bruthen, so going around the long way. And then day three, Saturday the 15th of October. Now, we'll be live that day. It would be great if they could oh, drive through yes. and talk to us. Lakes Entrance to Warrigal via Meetung. So I don't know what the timing of it would be, but uh, we'll at least where get, we will be broadcasting we'll at least from that get day. someone on the phone for sure. So we might be talking to you for again, sure. Fiona, we would just love in that. promotion of that. Yeah, and then the last yeah. day, the four, the Sunday, the sixteenth of October, Warrigal through to Melbourne. Nice cruisy finish for some weary people at that point. You're aiming to raise a couple of mil, which is fantastic, Fiona. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. The passion, the excitement, given it hasn't been on for two years, and that last night is the big night, and we are selling tickets to that. So that's at Lardner Park in um, oh. in Warrigal. It's fancy dress. Neil himself will be there that night. And he always comes up with a great wow. costume. And he loves, you know, his trademark song is Mr. Brightside. So you get to dance along um, and see Neil at his finest um, on that night. 
Fancy dress, Wiz. You can just come as you do every Saturday morning. <laughs> Can't wear my Batman costume again. <laughs> Undies on the outside. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. just the way it wow, works. Wow, so he's going to be there at Lardner Park on the... This is going to be unbelievable. These tickets will sell fast for you, I know I would have thought. Yeah, there's not many left. So if your listeners are interested, jump on the website to buy tickets sooner rather than later. So that's www.fightmnd.org.au and follow the prompt suit at Danaher's Drive there. Oh, and tickets available I'll through to the function at Lardner Park just I'll out of Warrigal. And there's another winery around that area too. Fiona, you've done very well. <laughs> I, I think you might have Brad's dream job somewhere. Now quickly, before we're going to go uh, to Fiona, Neil, how's he travelling? He's actually travelling really well. Um, he obviously the beast is you know that we call vitamin D's landing yeah. and blows and you know gradually you know we, we see that but actually he's tracking really well and he's as sharp as ever um, he's you know really eyes on the prize of investing as much as we can to beat the beast that is MND so yeah he's doing well yeah, not and so he's happy really about making... uh, Melbourne's performance in the finals, but aside from that. <laughs> but the fundraising is really making a difference too. I saw an announcement recently. There's some real breakthroughs in terms of the fight against MND. Exactly. There's a recent announcement of a drug called Tefersin, which is only the second drug that has um, shown promise to extend life for people with MND in about the last 10 or so years. The other drug is a drug called Realizol. So we're getting there. We think we'll be there within a decade. That seems like a long time, but in the scheme of, you know, of, of um, beating a you know a, a disease like vitamin um, like MND, it's actually pretty quick. So um, we've invested about sixty three million dollars in research and hope to wow. continue the the same investment over the next three or four years as well. Gee, if anybody thinks that this sort of fundraising does not make a yes. difference, I mean that's changing lives, yeah. Fiona, no doubt about it. Uh, and one great Australian, Neil Danaher, has been at the forefront of that for, well, basically since he was diagnosed. It's six or seven years now, and uh, that's just amazing. Danaher's drive. Fiona, we have to let you go. Um, lovely to hear you're a local girl here at Mafra. Make sure you pop by and say <laughs> good day between now and midday. Just give us a little drive-by and uh, toot the horn. That'll do. And uh, good luck with uh, Danaher's drive uh, between the, was it the 12th and the 14th of October? Yeah, 13th to 16th of October. I'll definitely toot as I drive by and would love to come and chat um, to you guys throughout the drive. So um, look forward Most to definitely. talking again. That'd You've got great. yourself a deal. Fiona McIntosh, thank you, CEO of Fight MND and uh, just talking about Danaher's drive leaving Melbourne, coming right through the Gippsland region and back into Melbourne during this month, raising funds uh, and some big events coming up there as well. Go to www.fightmnd.org.au and follow the prompts through to Danaher's drive. Keep your eyes peeled for 300 people in 80 cars. It's a seriously big promotion, Brad. Oh, yes, and you'd just be certain the constabulary will be sitting out there with... The speed cameras just waiting to go whack and hit you. You always find the positive in everything, Brad Sinclair. They got me just recently. I'll no talk doubt. about that at another time. Well, I was in the way you were driving today. I'm not surprised, <laughs> but that's a story for another day. Fightmnd.org.au and follow the prompts to Danaher's Drive. We thank Fiona McIntosh, their CEO of Fight MND, for joining us. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman One Thagging. We're live from Donelda Motors here in Mafra through until midday. We've got to take a break, and when we come back, it's hot or not. More Saturdays in Gippsland right after this.
Harvey Norman 130, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Harvey Norman 130, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. It is Saturdays in Gippsland. It's great to have your company here live from Donalda Motors in Mafra. And they've got sites in Mafra and Bairnsdale, established in 1926. If you want a Mitsubishi or a Massey Ferguson, today's the day. Come and see the team at Donalda Motors. Uh, Brad, now it's about this time every Saturday morning. We have a little segment that we call Hot or Not. <laughs> a little sticker there. Wow, we oh. normally got um, someone pushing buttons in uh, no, the old... That's where it's uh, so hot you could cook food in it or something, but... Uh, yeah. yeah we'll get What's hot? It's dark. No, no, please don't do that. Yeah, something like that. That hurts my ears. Hot or not, that's a little segment where we come up with a topic and uh, you can tell us whether you reckon it's hot or not. Do you want me to start? Yep, go for it. All right. So, Hurricane Ian... In uh, the United States, I don't want to make light of it because people have lost their lives, but I feel like it's a bit unfair when hurricanes are named after you. I'm getting a hard time from everybody. Uh, hot or not? Uh, I reckon it's hot. I reckon it's hot. <laughs> well, that's okay until there's Hurricane Brad at some point. What's happened to our uh, little things when we do this? Someone pushes a button back in the studio and we get something. <laughs> we um, missed it. We did fall that. Is it hot there? or not? It's hot. It's hot. Yes. Uh, there we go. Just woke up. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Not bad. Now, you got a hot or not? Oh, I've got a few. Uh, my first one is, now, I've got to say, is this hot or not? That when you get up early in the morning, you like to get out and about and the sunshine and the birds chirping and you want a coffee. Well, today I had to drive 200 kilometres before I drove past a coffee shop. That was open. That was open prior to 8 a.m. Are admit, you serious? I must admit, I did give you some tips on go to uh, this place in Yarragon or go to this place in Trafalgar. All closed. And they're all closed. I can't believe it. I've all been in there closed. earlier than that. Saturday morning. Is that hot or not? It's not. Not. It is no. not. Oh. Go oh, yeah, is he quicker? You're getting quicker. <laughs> All right, no, he's good. This is a difficult one to follow, but I don't mind it. Now, hot or not, here's another one. Uh, Sam Newman, former oh. Geelong legend and star of the footy show for uh, 2.3 million years. And of course, Sammy has had a pretty tough year, but he's been quite vocal in his criticism this week of the uh, appearance of, I think it was Uncle Colin and uh, the Welcome to Country ceremonies at the AFL Grand Final. Said it was irrelevant, didn't need to happen, and why is it there? Uh, is that hot or not from Sam? Not. No. Not. No, no. No, Some, sometimes, even if, sometimes there's got to be a filter between your mouth and your brain, or your brain and your mouth, and sometimes you might think things, and that's okay. Yeah. We all have our own minds. But you know what? You don't Sometimes say you don't have to say them. I must admit like I've I could been... talk about the way you dress, with, <laughs> but I never do. Well, I, 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 that is the same for my mother-in-law. I could probably say the same thing. I think they get to a certain age and the filter is broken. Oh, yeah. And it sounds like Sammy Newman's filter may have uh, sustained some damage. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So, Sammy, not hot, I'm afraid. Absolutely not. No, no, no not, not, not at all. Hey, uh, I've got one more. Okay. I've got one more. And this is... Uh, 
Kevin Sheedy. Now, speaking about the filter between <laughs> the brain and the mouth, Kevin yep. Sheedy fall, fell into that category. He's saying Sam week. and Kevin might share a filter. I reckon they might. Now, this is what he said. These are his words. The vote was 6-1. Now, we're talking about the voting of the Essendon board on the new coach, Brad yep. Scott. Yep. Now, it come out, the Essendon media have come out and said it was a unanimous vote. Sheedy didn't like it, and he's come out and he said, the vote was 6-1. I want to make sure that all the fans know that I voted for James Hurd, and I'm extremely disappointed with the report that went out from the Essendon media department. I'm not happy. <laughs> now, Kevin. So, hang on. If a board votes and, the, and, the, and it's 5-1, to one, that means the board has decided that's it. Six to one in this case. Yeah. But yes, that's it. Right. You, you don't go rogue. So you wear it. And the other thing is, what goes on in the boardroom stays in the boardroom, well, Brad. You know what really makes me think, this is a man that coached for over 30 years. Yes, yeah. yeah. Now, he coached for 30 years. There are things in match committees that you'd, you'd say, as a coach... This does not leave this room, and I'm sure that was said at the board. But I think that's a given when it comes that's to right. uh, what, you know, what goes in the boardroom. I think board members understand that, but somewhere along the line, Kevin doesn't. I don't know. And he's not and saying he disagrees, he's upset with the board decision. He says he's upset with the marketing team for not letting everybody know that he voted yeah. for James Hurd. Now, he, let's remember that he wasn't part of that subcommittee for the process that was deciding the coach. So that's saying to me, he predetermined that James Hurd, regardless of what the outcome of that process was, was going to be his choice. So, Brad, Kevin Sheedy. Hot or not? Hot or not? Bloody not. Not. We've had a few knots. We've got no, we've got no hots this week. Uh, well, it's, well, have a look at my head. Uh, I haven't worn a hat, and I can tell you that's hot. I <laughs> <laughs> I know. We feel like that, but the only thing hot at the moment is, uh, is the egg. top of your cooking egg ball bonds as we're sitting out here, frying egg I in the sun. Well, we were going to go in the showroom. You wanted to sit out here. Well, I thought it might have been a good idea at the time. You know, you have them things. You have them things that seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, like, it Kevin Sheedy, like Sam Newman, Brad Sinclair. At twenty years of age, it seemed like a good idea at the time that I would change from Carlton. To St Kilda as a supporter. I think you're still battling with that change. Took 38 years to get back. It's not happening. And I'm yet. back. I'm a blue. I'm well, a member. You are this week, but they'll get to round four and Carlton are one and three. Got that Carlton song back no, in the No, 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 Maddie, don't play it, please. <laughs> uh, the, but you'll get to one and three, round four there, and you'll be switching back to the no, Saints. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm still, don't forget, I'll still always be a member of the past players at the Saints. So I'll always have that anyway. Well, they'd still let you in if they know you're a Carlton member. Hey, do you think all the people that are past players at St Kilda are part of that uh, barrack for St Kilda? Well, I only it? know one, and that's my old mate Johnny Bennett I've told you about. No, he's a rampant St Kilda supporter. Yeah, no doubt, but there's not a lot. There's, oh, well, I shouldn't say there's not a lot. That's wrong. But there's, don't forget, a lot of them have played with three, two, three, four different clubs. Yep. And, and Johnny's one of them. He was at the Bulldogs. Oh, he had a year at the Doggies, that's true. Most people don't know who we're talking about, but he was. this was in the 80s in one of the blonde mm. bombshells. He was a brilliant footballer. He was, and I think he kicked a ton for Sandringham after yeah. that in the VFA. He so. was a brilliant footballer. Big, and cricketer. Big too, left footer. Yeah, I think we, uh, we're covering old ground here. That's been hot or not, thanks to Donelda Motors, established in 1926 in Mafra and Bairnsdale. Donelda Motors, genuine value, genuine service, home of Mitsubishi's tractors, farm machinery. That's Donelda Motors. Come down and... 
and say good day here at Johnson Street in Mafra. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland here. Thanks to Harvey Norman One. Thank you. We're coming up to the local news update. Just a reminder there, and we've had a couple of messages from people talking about uh, Fiona McIntosh, who we were speaking to not long ago. Waiting for her to drive past here and give us the thumbs up, Brad, while you're sunbaking out here. Ooh. Fiona was the, CEO, was the CEO of Fight MND, and she was talking about the sixth Danaher's drive. That's about 300 people involved, about 80 cars. And they'll be driving all the way through Gippsland, a big function in Warrigal on the last evening, and then back into Melbourne, hoping to raise a couple of million dollars. They've got tickets to the function at Lardner Park. There, I reckon it'd be worth going down there. And if you want to get tickets there, you've got to go to their website, www.fightmnd.com fightmnd.org.au and follow the prompts through to Danaher's Drive. Can you believe we've been doing that? This will be their sixth event. Yeah, I, I do because I remember uh, when I was working for another station in the Gippsland area um, a few years back that we spoke to someone at that time that was the CEO too, but it wasn't Fiona back then. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I do and, and, and I know it's a massive, a massive uh, well, it's, it's, it's been brilliant for the last six, seven years, hasn't it? It's been absolutely enormous. And it was good to hear Fiona say that Neil's doing well at the moment. Yeah, it is, it is too. It is too, no doubt about that. Beautiful day here in Mafra. A sunny 16 degrees. Absolutely perfect. The top of Brad's head is getting badly sunburnt. We're at Donalda Motors here. 131 Johnson Street in Mafra. Pop on down and say good day. Good to see for round one of the cricket season. Bring a hat We've got some decent on. weather here. The Trialgan District Cricket Association opens up today, Saturday, the 1st of October. Imperials will be up against Gormandale. Toon Gabby against the ex-students. And Glen Gary will be playing the Rovers. And Yarram have the bye in the Trialgan District Cricket Association. Good luck to all of you cricketers getting started in the whites for the first time this year, this and afternoon. Very rare that uh, day one of the cricket season isn't washed out. And they'll get cricket done this weekend, which is a rare thing. So there's no rest for the wicket either, is there? No. AFL Grand Final last Saturday and uh, we're all lollied up in the colours and the whites this uh, Saturday for cricket. So good luck to all the cricketers. And the golfers. Out there. Oh, don't get me started. That's what I should have been doing today. Hey, it's time for us to go to the newsroom. Here, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, one thaggy we're live from Donalda Motors here in Mafra. We're going to go to the news up. update. <laughs> and when we come back, uh, we'll be talking local footy coaches and some changes that are going on in the marketplace. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, one thaggy Back with more in a moment. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. It is Saturdays in Gippsland indeed and we're live here from Donalda Motors in Mafra. Come on down and get your fuel at the right price pump for you or a Mitsubishi or even a Massey Ferguson tractor or farm equipment. Plenty going on down here at Donalda Motors. Ian and Brad with you right through until midday today. It's great to have your company. And joining us on the line uh, is a little hookup here that we wanted to make here, talking about changes to coaches in footy teams. And this one had a bit of profile earlier in the season. Uh, it's the Nanagoon Football Club, and we're talking to newly appointed coach down at Nanagoon, Justin Stanton. Justin, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Oh, good morning, guys, and thank you for having me. Uh, Justin, so uh, Nanagoon Footy Club, it's a bit of a change for you. I think you, where were you, you were at the Basin before that, Eastern League Division 2. 
uh, and uh, moving out to the country, mate. Would you call yeah, a move from the uh, basin to the... It's well, almost it's not, exciting move. Um, to put it into perspective, I live in Berwick, so it was a half an hour to the basin in the Eastern Footy League, and it's about 20 minutes down the road to Nanagoon. So, um, ah, yeah, it's, 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 it's an exciting opportunity for me, that's for sure. Now, Justin, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I did a little bit of research overnight. Are you related to uh, Hayden Stanton? That's obviously uh, had a, a long history in the competition of the West Gippsland League. Yes, that's correct. Um, yep, we're brothers only 15, 15 months apart. So I've predominantly coached in, um, oh, well, coached Beaconsfield before uh, I moved across to the Eastern Pre League. So I've been in the Eastern Pre League for a number of years, and he was uh, in the West Gippsland coaching Garfield during that time. So you'd know the competition very well, and and my research too. I love sometimes you you find things <laughs> with in research, and and Hayden's son, sorry Hayden's daughter is the partner of Essendon's Darcy Parish. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. They um they're actually engaged. They've recently got engaged, so they've been they've been oh, living together good. and been together for a number of years. So yeah, got uh, and Darcy a, a handy got from down now. Uh, Ed Dog will drop on uh, once his AFL career's over, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 and he's. Uh, I think he's. Uh, he originally comes out of the uh, Winchelsea Mount Moriac area, where I've got some family down there. Everybody knows him in a very popular uh, figure there. They're all quite proud of his achievements at the Bombers. Now, uh, Justin, uh, you arrive at Nanagoon Football Club. Now, in fairness, you know you haven't had a lot of time. What do you see list-wise? What's the landscape look like as you take over? Landscape is, um, I guess, there's a real good um, camaraderie between the football club and netball club, which is, which is um, always important. Really good, strong supporter base, and then the list in itself, um, it's a really young list, uh, which is, I guess, the exciting part. There's a good sprinkling of, of experience, but I guess the list is predominantly oh, 20, 22 and back. You know, that sort of 17 to 22 bracket. Um, and uh, and look, the boys had a really, a really promising year this year. Um, uh, and making finals, but they probably let themselves down and, and crashed out in, in the elimination final in week one. Now, now we know, Justin, that a lot of these uh, country competitions are quite transient and they're reliant on uh, players from outside their towns and so forth. But Nana Goon have had a very strong history of promoting their juniors and developing their kids within and have had great success with it. Would I be wrong in, right in saying that? Yeah, look, absolutely. Um, and just casting my eye over the list over the last few weeks, it's certainly evident that uh, there are a number of players uh, in that senior squad uh, and the reserves, I guess, that um, that have come through the junior ranks. And then the remainder of them are, are um, kids that have that live um, or that have lived close by um, and maybe maybe play their junior football at uh, perhaps Pakenham or Officer, and then they've ventured out to uh, to want to play West Gippsland football rather than you know one of the um, the other competitions in the area. Now, Justin, you're a well-connected uh, football man and coaching through that whole area. You say half an hour one way, half an hour the other. Recruiting, uh, how are we going this year for Nano Goon? What Are we expecting to see any high-profile recruits coming into the club? Look, it's, uh, it's probably only in its infancy at the moment. Um, but first and foremost, the footy department has done a terrific job of re-signing the list uh, for next year. So that's that's the number one priority. So, and so then, everybody's um, re-signed? Yeah, which is exciting. Um, and then we have yeah. um, there's just there's one guy at this stage that I've brought across with me from the basin because he lives local. Um, he lives basically where I live, uh, which is I guess closer to him um, t- 
to uh, to join Nana Goon. So um, that's one new addition that we'll have to the list. But we're um, yeah, we're certainly um, you know looking at all options, and, and we'd like to add two or three others to the list if, if we can over the coming weeks. So what's the? I mean, as we say, we know that you've been there a very short time, and or been appointed in a very short time. Is there an a, an area that you're looking at, like a, a key forward, key back, Ruckman, or is there someone that stands out on that list that you think you need? Oh, I think, and it's probably it's very generalised, but I think what we need is maybe a couple more just experienced um, players. And what I said, as I said earlier. Majority of the list is at sort of 22 and back, so probably a couple of 26, 28 year olds um, who have got some good, strong leadership attributes on field. And um, what they will effectively be will be you know, additional coaches uh, for myself on the ground. So that's probably not so much a specific position, it's more just the, um, the maturity and experience a couple of players we're looking for. Mate, we were talking earlier in the show to Trent McMeekin from uh, Lee Gatha Football Club and he was talking about picking up some of his uh, key guys are sort of 29 and 30 years old at this point, concerned that they'd be getting into the veteran stages. But we saw what happened on the MCG last weekend, an average age of 28.4 or something, uh, the Geelong Footy Club, 11 men over 30 years of age. It seems like uh, uh, 30 is the new 25 amongst footballers. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we're mindful, youthful enthusiasm uh, will get you a long way, but uh, I guess there's times within games and certainly come finals time where um, what's really important, you have good, strong leaders who can um, who can pull the guys together and, um, you know, whether you're trying to hold on uh, to a narrow uh, margin uh, or, or whether you need to find a goal late, late in the game, uh, I think that's... Uh, those older, experienced guys, they've got wise heads, they're calm and they make good decisions under pressure. So that's what we certainly want to add to our list. It's been a while since I've uh, seen the basin ground. My background up that area is I coached Roval for a few years. I remember it as a Brad's qu- coached everywhere, quite a smaller ground. <laughs> now you're going out to Nana Goon, which is one of the biggest ones you'll, uh, you will come across in that competition. Um, different game plan, obviously, I would say, coming into this uh, competition. Yeah, look, there will be. Uh, there'll be some, certainly some, some tinkering. Um, I had a very young list at at, uh, at the basin, and we were able to to implement a game style to make that that small ground um, big, big where we could. Um, you know, with a lot of a lot of overlap run and um, and, and fast ball movement. Now, you know, fast forward out to Nanagu. Now we've got a big wide ground that's actually currently getting um, resurfaced. Um, so it's going to be a big fast deck, which which should suit our. Um, our team, but I'm mindful. I don't want to sort of, I don't want to lock ourselves into a particular game style at this point. I'm, I'm mindful about wanting to uh, see some of the strong attributes that the list has uh, during pre-season, and then we'll work out a style that's going to benefit us. Um, yeah, You've got to have a plan months. B and C. No, no doubt about that, Justin. Hey, uh, just quickly, mate, yep. we're just about on our way. But before we do, uh, early days, I understand. But uh, elimination finalists this year, Nano no, Goon, you're taking over. Uh, what, where's some, what's par next year for your footy club? What are you, what are you aiming for? You've got to set oh, yourself think, some goals. Par, par is to, um, I guess there's two parts to that, is to, um, I guess, implement some, some moderate changes that we'll make to the way we want to uh, move the football. And then on an on-field aspect, it's to play finals again. So... Um, we're not one of those uh, positions where you where I want to sort of work my way in over a year or two and then find ourselves in, in a position where we want to challenge. Um, I'm respectful of what the coaching group did this year with this list, and they were able to 
get them to a, a final series, and that's certainly our expectation next year is to play finals. And then from there, obviously, the season starts again, and um, and then it's about having a healthy list, um, and and basically, um, really, I guess for, uh, catching fire for for a modern term is used, catching fire during that three or four week period during the finals. Yeah, that's I think what everybody's aiming for. Hey, Justin Stant, the new coach at Nano Goon Footy Club, I really appreciate your time this morning on Saturdays in Gippsland, and good luck in the. Uh, 2023 West Gippsland season with Nano Gurnall. I'm sure we'll talk to you again. Thank you very much, guys. Have a terrific weekend. Thanks, you too, mate. Justin Stanton there joining us on Saturdays in Gippsland, the new coach at Nano Gurnall. There's a few new coaches going around, Brad. It's it's, uh, fair to say now. Former, this is just going through our little list of this, but former Nano Gurnall coach Luke Young turns up at the Katani Football Club. Yes, so uh, that's... uh, that's an interesting job because he's just come out of a stronger competition, let's be honest, and played finals, and he's going to a club in a lesser competition. Not that much lesser, but it is lesser standard. Yeah. And uh, that won one game. Uh, so, big job. But I'll tell you right now, if Luke Young can take a few of the boys from Nana Goon, uh, which normally happens well, I mean, down at Katani. They're some, a different side. Some will follow. Justin was saying in it always the happens. chat there that he's he pretty much got his list re-signed, so maybe there won't be many following Luke, but uh, we we'll wait oh, and see. Been around only, long enough to know that that's a furphy. It is only October the first, so we'll wait and see how that goes. Also, note there at the Lang Lang Football Club, ex Longwari Premiership coach Daniel Fry takes the reins at yeah, the Tigers. Very, very respected coach. He was a great player in his time. Played in the Premiership at Pakenham. Uh, they will rise quickly, I'd, I'd say, Lang Lang. And, of course, we mentioned last week Rod Gundrell's over at Poowong. He's a yep. new coach over there, Justin Stanton, who we just spoke to. And the big one in this area, yeah. Lee Brown, the 2010 yes. Collingwood Premiership coach, has yep. gone home to coach Hayfield, yeah. who's a Gippsland Power coach of, with success, of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. that was That's a big one. And... Yarrigan, now I tried to do some research on Jordan Wyatt, the new coach yep. at Yarrigan. Yep. And all I could find, he's a very good cricketer. Yep. There wasn't much on the footy side of it. So I think he's a Druin boy originally. Yep. Yep. Um, so he's got the job at Yarrigan. And we know that from grand final day that we were talking to the Yarrigan president earlier in the week and they yep. were really worried they hadn't appointed a coach as yet. Well, they have now, and it's Jordan White. Plenty going on, no doubt, in coaching circles throughout the region. New coaches appointed here, there, and everywhere. Others being re-signed, and we've uh, spoken about all of those here on Saturdays in Gippsland today. And I'm Where's sure there'll be more really? news coming up. Brad's distracted again. <laughs> he can find himself the bakery here. We need to take a break here. Our last one of the morning here. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Uh, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. We'll be back with more right after this break. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. And we're live on location here from Donalda Motors in Johnson Street in Mafra. They've got sites in Mafra and Bairnsdale, established in 1926. And we were talking to uh, Jennifer McDonald earlier on in the show. Very great supporters of us here in Saturdays in Gippsland and Brad Nguyen here through until midday. Hey Brad, I noticed you're just scrolling through uh, your copy of the Weekly Times this week and it actually is an article in there about the top 10 players in regional football around the, st- pardon me, around the state and uh, Gippsland's well represented. 
absolutely amazing. We've got two in the top ten. No other competition has that. At number one, we had from Lee and Gather, as we spoke earlier, uh, with the coach, Trent McMicking. Tom Marriott, the number one out of the top 50 players, is a Lee and Gather boy. Number seven from Sale, Jack Leslie. So two in the top ten. No other competition in this state has two plays in that top ten. Yeah, it's pretty good. Jack Leslie's seen him play. He can play the game too, Jack. No doubt about that. So uh, that's pretty good. So Gippsland and Latrobe Valley well represented in the top ten players. Well, and at 11 was Shannon Lang from Sale as well. So there's and three goes, in the top 11. He goes very, so, very it's well. It's amazing. So if you get hold of the Weekly Times, you'll see the, the top 50 players. And as I say, Gippsland and the Latrobe Valley is really, really well supported in that top 50, so sensational. And um, Brent McCaffer made the top 50. He's at 28 from Turretin Delmore in the West Gippsland competition. So perhaps not a coincidence that Sale makes the Gippsland League Grand Final this year. They've got two in the top 11 plays in players. the state. And, and let's remember, Lang and Ovens and Murray, Leslie. Lang and Leslie. And let's remember, Ovens and Murray in the Goulburn Valley, I watched those two grand finals on the weekend. That is, They are two very, very good competitions and to have you know three in the top 11 is just an incredible two from the one club as you say in the, in the top 11 yeah pretty good hey, just quickly uh rolling through aflb and f awards that we've come across in the last 24 48 hours collingwood had theirs last night and jack crisp the winner you happy with that yeah back to back won it last year yep. as well um i thought maynard i don't know i haven't seen the top 10 or top three i reckon maynard might have been up there as well and i would be surprised to see how young nick dacos went in his first year i reckon he would have been top right five. up there as well turned into a pretty good footballer jack crisp what about the cats it was a tie uh jeremy cameron and cam guthrie for the Kaji Greaves medal down at the Geelong Footy Club. That's a good result. There would have been a fantastic night last well, night. Well, what a week for Jeremy Cameron. Uh, he's won the premiership, finally got it at age 29 uh, after being in the system for 12 years. He wins their best and fairest or draws in the best and fairest uh, and uh, finds out that him and his partner are expecting their first child all in the one week. He's been busy. He's been busy. And he, had to, uh, he had to wrestle a cow to get his medallion back. <laughs> One of his cows took off with his premiership medallion. Eight minutes before midday here. Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthag. And we're live at Donalda Motors in Mafra today. Established in 1926. Some great people here coming down to get a good price on your fuel. Or talk to them about a Mitsubishi or a Massey Ferguson or one of those Kubota. And they uh, pump the all. fuel for you, Wiz. You don't have to do it yourself. I know you're very happy with that. Hey, now, you know, and you noticed there you had one other thing we wanted to cover off today, and that was the Bank and District Football and Netball League are advertising for new board members, Brad. Yes, so they're... they're so you'd cha- be putting your hand up, wouldn't you? No, no. I don't, you know I don't do anything that I don't get paid for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're you putting invoices uh, really, for that? <laughs> really community-minded man you are, Brad. No, I'm only serious. Um... <laughs> Oh, come on. Oh, they, it looks like they're changing, and I, I like the looks of it, what they're doing. They're having uh, a board with people for specific jobs and roles, and, and you can get onto their Facebook page, the Allenbank uh, District Football Netball League, and have a look at that. And I, I do like the looks of what they're doing. Contact Ken Moore, secretary at edfl.org.au. Or give him a call. He loves a call. And make sure it's between midnight and three in the morning. <laughs> zero, right. zero four five seven. Good old Kenny. Zero double nine double one three and Kenny will answer that phone at any time.
time of the day or night. He's pretty good at that, isn't he? And uh, I like the idea of everybody being assigned a role on the board. You see too many of these at the moment where people just sit there with nothing to do and uh, oh, wanting to change the world. Uh, I, I, but, I've got to tell you, yeah. uh, speaking of those things, yeah. there there was a vote. I, I've had the tip. Yep. There was a vote on the Currumburra move from West Gippsland to EDFNL. Yep. Uh, now, it's not... Uh, it's not confirmed, but I did hear that there might have been a vote taken from the clubs, and it was 22 nil against the, against right to go into the. Are so, you surprised by that? No. So no. it would seem that they're going to stay put where they are uh, at this point. Very well, could be. And who was? If I quickly ask you this, mm-hmm. who do you think we called that Allen Bank League this year? Who was one of our most favourite players in that competition? He pl- he. he I won't say who, but who was one of our most favourite players? Oh, the one I really enjoyed watching was uh, was probably two Jack Hazendong from Puong and little Isaac Fuller from the Cats. Bit of a rumour. Mm. There's a club from the West Gippsland League making some big overtures to Isaac Fuller. Oh, gee, don't want to hear that. I want him to stay at the yes, Cats. Yes, I yeah. like him. And I knew you would have had him in your top couple. Yeah. And I'm glad that you said that. Just um, like the way he plays his foot. Yes, and I, I was a big fan and of him. And a ripping young bloke, too. I'm hearing there's a club in the West Gippsland that are making huge no, overtures. No, don't do it. Stay at the Cats. Stay at the Cats, Zach. AG Times got away from us, Brad, here. We've had a terrific time, and thanks to everybody here, the McDonald family at Donaldo Motors in Mafra and Bensdale, established 1926. And thanks also to our supporters, Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. This has been Saturdays in Gippsland, Saturday the 1st of October. Brad and Ian signing off. We'll talk to you again next week. Where's Bye that bakery? Get that bakery. <laughs>